This is a really good podcast. Nope. <laughs> nope. Incorrect. Matt, two of the worst episode titles in the history of the Bill Simmons podcast. Could be. Actually, the first one, not that bad. June 29th, 2020. Cam to the Pats, the decision, and the 2010 redraftables with Ryan Rosillo. One hour, 54 minutes, and 40 seconds. The second, Kenny Smith and Will Ferrell. Uh, that's the entire title. Yeah, and that's about how I felt about that particular podcast. 127, 37, very mailed in. Matt, I hope you have your stamps handy. This is not going to be a mailed in episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. Well, wait, if it was mailed in, wouldn't I not want to have the stamps? Just say the f***ing stuff, Matt. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Hi, folks. It's time for another episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast Podcast Podcast. This is Chris and Matt. Here we go. Matt, on the Rosillo episode, bad branding. Zero seconds in. Tonight's episode of the BS Podcast. At 36 seconds, a botch. See how ZipRecruiter recruiter can help you hire. Recruiter. He gets the name <laughs> of the sponsor wrong. Doesn't re-record. At 103, how many T's in guests? He's going to have awesome guests. It sounds like what Zero. he's going to do <laughs> is have awesome estimates or supposes <laughs> of something without sufficient information to be sure of being correct. Yes. I think estimates. <laughs> They're going to be awesome. It's like when you're trying to figure out how many jelly beans are in a jar and you get really close. That's an awesome guess. At 114, the plural of guest, guest. People like that. Big guest. It's like moose. <laughs> At 123, we're going back to this repeated cliche. Priscilla and I are going to get in a time machine. He can never just say go back in time. Always <laughs> well, got to be the machine. Chris. You don't just go back in time. <laughs> Willy-nilly. I mean, you got to have some mechanism by which to travel through time. But I like how it's it's got to be a scientific time travel. <laughs> can't be a wizard. Can't right. be some sort of magic. Can't right. be some weird rift or cave that he walks into. It's got to be an invention. Well, come on, Chris. This is like, you know, reality we're talking about here. <laughs> At 150 Pearl Jam. At 210, bad audio from this audio professional. We're taping this. It's 5 p.m. Pacific time. Is this the one where he, uh, he like realizes seven minutes in and he says like, oh, I didn't have my mic plugged in. No, that's Will Ferrell. <laughs> <laughs> Man, about 13 minutes later, Bill does offer this explanation. You know what one of the lowlights is? The fact that I wasn't recording from my end for the first seven minutes because I was so excited for Cam. I forgot to <laughs> press record. Yeah, so you have to use the Zoom audio for the beginning right. of this. Cousin Kyle, however, gives no explanation as to how he let his uh, uncle or whatever the f*** he is and boss botch it this f***ing badly. $250 million. <laughs> It will take one, Matt, one million. I'm trying to say the next time. <laughs> at 8.48, unnecessary article. The Darrell Rivas getting him for one year. At 10.38, this happens. I liked when people were talking about... Sounds better. At 15.02, something that has been missing from the Bill Simmons podcast during the quarantine. Well, not sure missing is the right word. Kyle. Yo. <laughs> Yo. He then goes on to say this. Oh, man. this is, He's just so cool. It's just the Patriots are cooler than they were yesterday. Cogent like, analysis. I feel like Kyle might have been blazed. Yeah. <laughs> At 1546, Bill continues to adhere to his time travel, but only by technology approach. We are going to go back in a time machine. Listen, folks, just to be clear, <laughs> we will always use certified licensed machinery <laughs> to travel the space-time continuum. At 1652, he's trying to make this a thing, Matt. This is not a thing. You have these moments along the way, right? 
And I think summer of 2010 is a before after moment. Things happened before the summer of 2010 right. or after. Or possibly both. I think what he means is like it's a uh, pivot point. Yeah, crossing the Rubicon. <laughs> yeah, Matt, we'll go with that. <laughs> Matt, at 1954, Bill has this to say about the decision, the uh, famous TV show where LeBron said he was no longer going to play for the Cleveland Cavaliers and was going to instead play for the Miami Heat. Take his talents to South Beach. That's what he says. That's what he says. Breaking up with Cleveland on a TV special was a cruel thing to do. Now, Matt, (laughs) as we know, since this first aired, there was an email. I found it from Rob Perez on Twitter, at Worldwide Wob, W-O-B. The email from Bill Simmons, Saturday, May 8th, 2010. Remember my idea about LeBron's free agency doc. It then goes on to say in the body, the one where we'd follow him for his entire free agency period for a 90 minute doc called the courting of the King. Yes. (laughs) ABC (laughs) eight to nine 30 immediately followed by quote, LeBron's decision where he picks his new team. That is to say his new team, as opposed to rejoining his old team, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Weird how breaking up at 1954 with Cleveland on live TV was cruel. 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 Despite the fact that Bill pitched it as an idea. First of all, The Courting of the King sounds like a modern-day retelling of, like, Cinderella. Um, (laughs) But as we'll see later, Bill will later imply, he believed that there was no chance that uh, LeBron would leave Cleveland, and therefore, I guess that's why he... It was justified in his belief. Now, we obviously know that's not true because, as you pointed out, he specifically says uh, to his new team. But here's the, the, the other flaw in that argument. Why did Bill think it would be a great documentary to show LeBron announce that he was not leaving <laughs> Cleveland? <laughs> you know what would be great? If we sat him down in front of a camera and then we asked him a bunch of questions and at the end he was like, I'm staying in Cleveland. Ladies and gentlemen, after 78 minutes <laughs> and $35 million dollars worth of ads, nothing is changing. <laughs> Good night. At 2049, I just like this turn of phrase. And then the reason why this turn of phrase is used. 46 years at that point of just getting kicked in the balls, going through a recession. (laughs) (laughs) Cleveland kicked in the balls for more than 45 years, but also recession. Yeah. I feel like like the uh, straw that broke the balls. If you got kicked in the balls for 46 years, your balls would recede (laughs) into your body to avoid the kicking. At 2106, Bill talks about his version of Courting the King, and then LeBron's decision. So there's two versions of how this got to ESPN. The version I was involved with, it it died. So the version that he was involved with died was not the one that was going to air. Right. Which seems to be about the time he suddenly went from, this is a great idea, or to quote his email, this could really be one of the coolest sports shows ever made if we do it correctly. I guess the qualifier there is if we do it correctly. Yes, and not cruelly. All right. To suddenly, everything he had to say that was negative about it. At 22.10, nine seconds later, Bill makes this factually inconsistent statement. I always thought he was going back to Cleveland. To which we respond, (laughs) new team, where he picks his new team. New, Matt, is defined by our friends at (laughs) Merriam-Webster being other than the former or old. That's the one, Chris. I think we have a winner. Yep. At 22.47, Here's the advice Bill is giving his former employer about the decision. You're saying you were telling them that they shouldn't do the show. I wasn't saying anything. I I just assumed it was dead. He wasn't saying to do it, which he had said in the past. He wasn't saying not to do it, which after the fact was his perspective. He just didn't say anything. And then he says, assumed it wasn't going to continue. At 2821, I think we're missing 
in. After watching them fall short two years a, r- a row in the playoffs. Let me correct myself and then say two years a row. At 31-16, Matt, he does this all the time. I think Jim Gray was a pretty intentional choice. I don't understand this. <laughs> of course he was an intentional choice. That's why they made it. This is not an accidental decision to have Jim Gray host the decision. Am I missing a new no, uh, no, you're definitely not, definition or denotation or connotation, I guess, of intentional? At 31-31, this Joe Bluth nominee. Well, it, w- it wasn't the, my idea. At 31-56, Lazy Bill talks about happenings. That happened. It's just wasting time. <laughs> at 33-39, this Buffalo Bill nominee. I think he was as angry as Dan Gilbert was in that moment. At 39-22, redundant. He was super pro-favorable about going home to Cleveland. What does that mean? He was super paid to do it, favorable, as in pro-professional. At 39-40, he means Stress. Unnecessary stress. Stress. Matt, this is a podcast recorded June 29th of 2020. Bill says this at 4657. But then by the end of last decade, everyone was trying to make content. By the end of last decade, does he mean December 31st of 2019? Slightly more than seven months ago? Bill has forgotten (laughs) that a decade has passed. At 4834, empowerment. With an extra R. Created the player empowerment era. At 4859, more fucking laziness. A thing that happened with... At 4927, Matt, you're familiar with the vagabond lifestyles of <laughs> actors showing up in TV show after TV show after TV show, never remaining on one series <laughs> for any uh, long period of time? Of course. So is Bill, Hollywood <laughs> uh, famous man that he is. And he's just looking at it like he just kind of moves, almost like an actor. Moving from TV series to TV series. What? (laughs) I don't think actors do that, dude. I mean, there are actors who will be in a TV series and then go be in another TV series. Like hobo actors. (laughs) Tramps. (laughs) Get on the train. (laughs) But I don't think that's like the understanding that (laughs) actors just jump from series to series. No. What they would rather do is be in a long hit series that makes them loads of money. Yeah. Or leverage that to go into movies that make them loads of money. But not just go like, ah, I've been doing this for a little bit. I'm going to go to a new series. (laughs) At 5059, unnecessary article. Everyone remembers the 2010, the decision. At 5321, for the fourth time in less than an hour, lazy bill. So that happened. It's irritating, Matt. (laughs) I know. I know you were irritated by it. At 5916, this swallow. He's one of those rare guys. You almost wish he'd gone to a bad team. Need a break for that swallow. Yeah. And also, (laughs) he probably needed to uh, allow the swallow to settle. (laughs) Because that way he would be able to say wish correctly at 59.36, et cetera. Et cetera, et cetera. Now, remember how earlier, Matt, at around 15 minutes in, he talks about f***ing up the audio? I do. He doesn't say anything about this at one hour, 16 seconds. They already had DeAndre. They're a year away from a Chris Paul trade. I don't know. There's no explanation. How long did that one go on? Not not real long, right? That went on for approximately 14 minutes. Oh, okay. Longer uh, than and that. 34 seconds. Maybe he like kicked the cord. I think he did. <laughs> and then Kyle was like, comes back from his smoke break. Well, hang on a second. It's on shit all of a sudden. I guess I'll tell Bill. Yo. At 102.03, numbers and letters, different concepts. Not sure Bill's in on the joke. Door number A. Should be door number one. If you're going to use number. Door number A. <laughs> At 102.23, unnecessary article. I love the cousins as the upside pick, though. At 104.54, English continues to be hard. We'll try to figure out what Bill means. I'll just dash him for later. (laughs) He'll dash him for later. (laughs) 
Like the kid like from a, uh, Incredibles? Like a dash of salt? Dash. To move with <laughs> sudden speed or smash. I'll just smash him for later. Maybe it's stash. stash. Yeah, but he doesn't say stash. I'll just smash him for later. It would probably be easier to uh, hear what he was trying to say if he was using the correct <laughs> audio. At 105.59, this is the fifth time, Matt. So that happened. This is what a producer should do. Stop f***ing saying that, Bill. I am not one to defend, nephew Kyle. However, there are lots of things Kyle could do. The sound is messed up. You got to move closer to the mic. When you swallow, I can hear it. You sound like a f***ing idiot. It's probably not one of them. <laughs> I think a strong producer. Like the producers we have at the Bill Simmons Yeah, but he doesn't hire podcast. a strong producer. He hired his f***ing nephew. Yeah, yeah, that's... So you're saying it all comes back to Bill. Okay. Okay. At 109.33... Reliance on vagaries. I don't feel like he ever saw that piece. At 118.06, checkpoints, hard. He matched up statistically every checkpoint Paul George hit those first couple years. You had some checkpoints. You cross-referenced them with yes. other checkpoints. Yes. And they all matched. Well, hang on a second. Let me see your checkpoint data, Matt. <laughs> At 118.37, this is one of the first things I look for in a basketball player. He seems like he's a legit 6'9". He's got long arms. He's... he he. He's upright. <laughs> it's got to be one of two things, Matt. Either he is saying he is not comatose, he is not prone, that is to say he is upright, or he is saying he is not hunched over or crippled or like pre-evolved. He's, he's not, he is not a Cro-Magnon. He can actually, not, his hips are He's not are a Neanderthal man. And I think possibly the implication is opposable thumbs. <laughs> Is this guy a hunchback? No, 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 no he's no. totally upright. Why okay. do you see this guy? No spina bifida, no scoliosis. He's going to fit in great. Imagine if that was the only requirement. That'd be great. Yes. yes. How tall? He's four foot eight. He's missing seven toes. How's he walk? Upright, baby. Upright. He's going to walk straight to the free throw line. He has definitely reached the point of human evolution yes. in which he is walking upright. At 122.54, I think it's okay to use this when you're talking about football, but in no other circumstances. It was always a speed rush microwave kind of game plan. If you're doing a speed rush as an end rusher, like a defensive end, makes sense. Rushing is a, a specific activity in football, and then the speed rush is a specific way of approaching that activity. That is to say, with speed. If you're just rushing, you don't need to say it's a speed rush. You can't slow rush a rush. What's the microwave have to do with anything? Well, because if you put food in the microwave, it gets heated up real fast. <laughs> right? That's got to be. I'm, I'm being serious. That's why he does it. He is referring to Vinny Johnson, right, from the Pistons, right. as he would come into the game and he would quickly score points. I guess. This is the show up and quickly accomplish your team building via microwave. At 123.44, wrong preposition. I would just rather have him than Hayward is what it came down for uh, for me. Still uh, Zoom audio? He means what it came down to. If you're making a decision and the decision comes down for one or the other. No. I mean, even if it was came down on behalf of, right. I could buy it. Not came down for. I'm hoping, Matt, at 130.33, a single thing is involved. And it won't be a good one. I'll just say that one. It won't be a good one. I'll tell you that one. <laughs> he could have just said, I'll tell you that and stopped. He probably could have just said, I'll tell you. Yes, yes, yes. Save an extra whole word. It won't be a good one. I'll tell you that one. One here refers to whether the previous one, which was good, 
I don't understand. I, I think I botched a. Uh, I don't think. I don't. It doesn't even make sense. It's. I'll tell you. Wait. I didn't even. It was what. It, he won't be a good one. I'll tell you that one. So he's saying. Here is a conclusion, <laughs> a single conclusion. Let me tell you about it. It's that it won't be a good one. <laughs> right? I, or not even tell you about it. No. Tell you that it exists. Tell you that it exists. Here's a conclusion I have had. <laughs> Matt, finally, at 13309, the live audio does this. Hmm. All right, now we're at number five. Back. Yeah, out of the blue. Also, the way he says... Now we're at number five. It sounds to me like he became aware yes. of the problem. Now we are returning to you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with non-f***ed up audio. The Bill Simmons podcast podcast would have done one of two things. Re-recorded or faked it. <laughs> Bill, no, just go with the garbage. At 134.27, this swallow. Guard. And then Bradley right. was. At 141.17, try to figure out why he uses the word again. All right, I'm on the clock at eight. The wheels have come off again. The wheels of the draft <laughs> have come off again. Right. Suggesting that- A previous time. <laughs> the wheels came off the draft, then presumably were returned to the draft. Right. So this is the second time the draft was operating on all of its allotted wheels, but then the wheels went off the draft <laughs> at least a second time. I don't think I don't think the wheels left the draft initially, man. Well, I want to hear more about the time they did. <laughs> When you ask the question, the design is to get an answer. Right. Right. Because you're not sure what the answer is. Or right. perhaps to confirm. Right. Right. That's why it's weird when Bill says this at 142.17. What's your case for Ed Davis? Just out of curiosity. He's curious about the answer. <laughs> Can you imagine a, another circumstance where you're asking a question and it's not because you're curious? Maybe it's because- I don't actually care about this, but I must know the answer. 143.38. Pretty sure the verb tense switches- in the space of three words. It began and end with insanity, and then he gets hurt. Began and... It begin... Wait, what was it? Right. <laughs> began and end. It began and end. Yes. So it could be it began and ended. Right. Or it begins and ends. Right. I'm not sure how you get it be and... Gone? No, it wouldn't be begun. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when he used to be a writer? It had begun and ended. So it had been ended. <laughs> yes. At 151.29, a double bail. When everybody made a big stand, oh, don't count out Boban. You might you might see him. There. And then it was the actual playoff game started. Everybody made a big... Yes. You might... I don't even remember what it was. <laughs> so the first one was, I think... A bail on the word stink? Yeah. Because stink was implied? Right. Everybody made a big steroid. Yeah, he almost got there. That was close. And the second one was... You might see him there, and then it was... Now, that one, I don't know. You, you might, might see, see him, him there? <laughs> At 153.27, this swallow in an ad. Sip was safe. Designed... At 153.35, this swallow in an ad. Again. Plug it in. Your home is... We'll be back after this. Matt, we use Anchor.fm for the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. Anchor.fm allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And it's free. Anchor will not only let you record and edit, you can also distribute your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more through Anchor. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, which is handy for the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. Anchor.fm has everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Here are all the things Bill and his guests found delicious in the last week, or just funny sounds. Yo. 
That's mm. right. Ooh, oof. Mm. And mm. oh. Mm. Mm. And from mm. that point, mm. you know, because mm. 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 that, mm. that mm. my daughter, mm. And, mm. ooh. Matt, we now move on to the second of two podcasts from uh, 10 days ago. This one close creatively titled Kenny Smith and Will Ferrell one hour, 27 minutes and 37 seconds. The Uh, amount of thought put into the title equates to the amount of thought put into the podcast. Yes. This was a mail in zero seconds in bad branding. Today's episode of the BS podcast. At 116, more bad branding. I hadn't had Kenny Smith on on this version of the BS podcast. Because the old one was called the BS podcast, right? It was the BS report. That's true. More laziness at 150. That's happening. <laughs> Matt, is sports plural or singular? Plural. Right. Seems like it is. You yeah. can use it occasionally. The British call it sport as opposed to sports. <laughs> Here's what Bill does at 237. Means that sports will have come back, and I really do hope it comes back. Sports will have come back. Seems like a plural usage. Yes. Then he says he hopes it comes back. Right. It, sport. It, sport. <laughs> Just, no, we made the same joke. Is there an echo in here? Yeah. We, I feel like it was pretty close, though, that it wasn't just me copying. Or what, what, what do you say Bill does? Joke topping? Yes. At 251, Pearl Jam. At 1011, great production. We had to learn him too, Bill. <laughs> At 11.40, this Bill Bale. And, and this is the part people, you said it before. This is the part people. You said it. <laughs> <laughs> I think he means people don't understand. People don't understand. Remember when he used to think he was like David Foster Wallace and would, <laughs> would tout his footnoting and endnoting? Yes. I think he's gone the other way now. This is like the uh, loss of cognition on the part of our president where you can see the decline in yeah. his word use and He's just choice. rambling. Yeah. Now it's just Bill no longer even bothering to finish sentences. At 1435, a combination of vagaries. The Dwight Howard thing was too personal for him because of the Superman piece. Thing and peace. <laughs> peace very quickly earning its spot in my list yes. of pet peeves. At 1510, judging. Gambit was like hurt. CH. You tend to lean CH. Yeah, but I think it almost always is. Or maybe it's just that I tend to highlight CH. Perhaps. Matt, I love the idea that not only can a man have a destiny but his career could have a destiny at 1515. I do feel like it might've changed the destiny of his career potentially. His career was just sitting there one day and then his career's dad came over and was like, son, you got to do this. It is your destiny. Destiny, the events that will necessarily happen (laughs) to a particular person or thing. Here's the problem with that, Matt. If you are necessarily going to have something happen or if an outcome is necessarily going to occur, That means you can't change it. It's predestined. Right. So the fact that his career could potentially have its destiny changed is an improper use of destiny because destiny cannot be changed. It is inviolate. (laughs) I feel like I'm really getting some good vocabulary in (laughs) on this episode, Matt. At 1602, translation. Somebody who played with one of the 12 best guys ever. You, (laughs) as somebody who played with the 12 best guys ever. (laughs) Well, in fairness, it was hard to hear because Kenny Smith wouldn't shut the f*** up. (laughs) How many uh, G's, Matt, in the word memorable? 1748. The yeah. most memorable guys I've seen in person. Memorable. <laughs> <laughs> At 1816, this laughter. <laughs> Even better, slowed down. <laughs> At 1948, thing. The Hakeem thing. At 2016, peace. <laughs> but the defensive peace. <laughs> At 2234, Matt, first a Joe Bluth nominee, and then Bill 
is nobody yet. <laughs> Call him. I, I'm, I'm nobody yet. I'm just random dude. And I'm like, he is just random dude. <laughs> <laughs> At 2658, unnecessary article. That the, the 95 has now been chalked up to. At 3108, unnecessary article. The game seven is out of control. Seven seconds later, he uses this unnecessary article in the same exact way. Kevin Johnson has like 45 in the game seven. Am I mistaken in thinking he does not need to say the game seven either time? He could just say in game seven of that series. Yes. If you say the game seven, it's almost like it's the penultimate game seven. Of all game seven? Yes. (laughs) Like the the drive. Yeah. Or the catch. Yep. The game seven. Yeah. (laughs) 33-33. My notes say fifth piece would for i don't know who the fifth piece would but just (laughs) (laughs) so it's accurate there was nothing in between (laughs) yeah it turns out he's using piece and then also wood and then that's everything fifth piece would uh nobody ever taught bill how the verb to be it works (laughs) (laughs) at 3555 piece the other piece that made me nostalgic you really leaned on piece hard i'm getting tired of it (laughs) at 4205 listen to bill as game recognize game. <laughs> we take the draft and we redraft it based on the way the game is played today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wonder what you would call a podcast where a group of people redraft. I give this six months before Bill starts doing this because he needs to give it some air so that it doesn't appear that he just ripped off Kenny Smith's idea. But I think there's a slight difference. What Bill does with the redraftables is based on their career and what they accomplished, how would you draft? What Kenny's saying is, how would you draft if you were starting the team in today's NBA? You might draft a guy like, I don't know, some 3 and D guy, much uh, higher. Hey, John might go. Yeah, uh, like then you would draft. I actually think it wouldn't be that interesting because as much as Bill uh, disagrees, I don't think the game has substantively changed enough. that Like you would still be drafting Kevin Durant, number one. In rebuttal, I would like to say 86 Celtics. (laughs) At 42-47. I don't know if even Bill knows what he's talking about here. You're getting 14, 15 years out of you in different points of your career. And then the last four years, you're just a shooter. So the point is, if you were to redraft Kenny Smith, you would not only get 14 to 15 years worth of his career, but also different points of it. Bill has decided, I'm going to list things, comes up with one thing, and then decides, I need to come up with another (laughs) thing for this to be a list based on the intonation. So different points. (laughs) At 4357, I thought this guy we had decided was a, quote, editorialist. Because you speak as a a journalist and a fan at the same time. Like, that's hard to do. Yeah, I I can't help it. Well, Chris, Bill is not going to object to anyone calling him a journalist, despite the fact that he is decidedly not a journalist. What do journalists do? They report? Yes. Bill does not do that. No. They break news? Yes. Bill does not do that. Almost never. Uh, They write Yes. Bill does not do that. At 46.29, what equals responsibility in Bill Simmons' world? If you have a platform, there's a certain responsibility that goes with that platform. Matt, the Bill Simmons podcast podcast, (laughs) I suppose, technically speaking, is a platform. It's very small. Only a small bug can fit on it. Thank you, Massa Capital. (laughs) Thank you, producer Pierre and all other producers. Do you think we have some sort of responsibility? I hope not. I mean, I think we're, we're pretty honest. We, do. we talk about some things that bug us, but the overwhelming <laughs> majority of those are Bill Simmons things. From 4647 to 4805, that's a minute and 18 seconds, there's this commercial for the new Tyler Tynes podcast about Cam Newton. 
Have you listened to this? No. Me neither. We'll be back after this. Voting isn't just going to the polls on election day anymore. Options like early voting, mail-in voting, and ballot drop boxes are available to more voters and are growing in popularity. How to Vote, a tool created by Democracy Works, breaks down the options your state offers for casting a ballot, empowering you to decide when and where to vote. Decide when and where you'll vote this year at howto.vote. Matt, as always, we want to thank the people that support us monetarily, not the people that support us emotionally, uh, because honestly, emotional support doesn't pay the bills the way Josh N., Jeff G., Scott B., Sean, and our friends at College Football Brothers Podcast support us with money. They do it through Patreon, patreon.com slash bspodpod. You can also support us as David P. and Scott B. do through Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash bspodpod. David, as we always say, you're giving us too much money. Also, I think Scott B. is possibly giving us money through Anchor and Patreon. Scott, it's not worth it. Thank you very much to our producers. At 48.32, famous comedian Will Ferrell, arguably for a period of time the holder of what Bill would call the Comedy Championship Belt, is on the podcast. He and Bill have a several-minute-long conversation about hair. I, I think we have similar hair that the longer it gets, it goes up and sideways instead of down. At 48.58, Bill brags about his great wealth. I bought, like, a really nice electric razor thingy on Amazon. Just rub it in our faces, millionaire. Here's how I felt about this podcast with Will Ferrell. Most of these big guests that Bill gets... Uh, I feel like are making the rounds. Right. Although often they do seem to have some prior relationship with Bill and he has some stuff to talk to him about. Occasionally he'll get somebody like um, Pacino on and there was almost like a handler on with Pacino. And he does the, as I often criticize him for, walks through that person's IMDb IMDb page. This particular one felt like, I don't think they have any prior, I'm sure he's met Will Ferrell before, but they don't seem to have any prior relationship. Although, as we'll hear, he does see him at soccer games. (laughs) Yes, big shot time. Um, He didn't do the IMDb page. Well, he's not gonna, he doesn't look at his notes. Right, of course. So therefore, we got like 20 or 30 minutes of nothing. I guess he was ostensibly here to promote Eurovision. Yeah, did you see Eurovision? No, I haven't seen it yet. My wife keeps wanting to watch it. Yeah, not great. It felt like Bill thinks Will Ferrell's hilarious. I, Bill Simmons, am hilarious. Yeah. We will riff and it'll be hilarious. Yeah. Could have done without it. At 4906, planets. My hair, my face just becomes like this round planet. You know, the square planets. Here's what I didn't like, Matt. (laughs) He implies that his face becomes a two-dimensional planet. But Matt, planets have three dimensions, (laughs) God damn it. At 4912. Admission is the first step to recovery, Bill. I forgot to use my microphone, by the way. Uh, my face just becomes this round planet. Hang on a second. Now that I have my microphone. <laughs> Let me say this dumb shit. <laughs> yes. If you watch the video of this podcast, Matt, you can see him reach up and pull down the microphone so it's in front of his face. <laughs> oh, so that one wasn't like it was plugged in. It was just like it was far away. Uh-huh. It would be yeah. like if I sat back here like I sometimes do. This is Cousin Kyle producing at the highest possible level. <laughs> yes. Does not notice boss has no f-ing microphone. <laughs> either because of the audio quality or the fact that visibly you can look at him and see there's no microphone there. Matt, you know what always ends badly? Kids cutting each other's hair. (laughs) Yeah, of course. At 50-21. Then it led to tears. Yeah. Yeah. It always ends badly. Does kids cutting (laughs) each other's hair happen enough that you you have this sort of rote answer that, (laughs) I mean, if you're like, uh, okay, riding your big wheel down the hill, 
always ends badly. Right. Kids cutting each other's hair? Doesn't no. happen. My kids have never cut each other's hair. No. Uh, big wheel down the hill, also bad if there's ramps. <laughs> That's a story for another podcast, right. Matt. <laughs> At 51.48, the answer is, of course, yes. Do you feel old with these kids now? Do you feel like you're of a previous generation? Yeah, he is of a previous generation. One would say he is from a generation that came before the kids he had. <laughs> In fact, it's possible, depending on how old he is, that he's two generations removed. Seems almost certain. Yes. 5308. My notes say, the boomer, the boomer. For being old, the boomer. Then there was a backlash to the boomer. I think these are uh, unnecessary articles. Yes. But why is it the boomer? At 5431, as you uh, foreshadowed earlier, Matt, turns out Bill, a big shot. And I've been at games that you've been at a couple times. Wow. You know, maybe John Hamm was there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Our cousin, Jimmy. At 5551, thanks for giving back. I've stayed away. I can't, I can't handle it. Yeah. Bill can't be a ref for his kids' soccer games because he can't handle it. Can't handle it. This is totally what's wrong with all of America. (laughs) And only this. I uh, have been assistant coaching and now head coaching my daughter's nine-year-old girl soccer team. Well, to be fair, Chris, you're head coach of the B team. Nobody knows that yet. (laughs) It's a drag, but it's fun to to see my kid have fun, and it's fun to give her the opportunity when I was like, I'll coach if you can't get anybody else. Bill, unwilling to participate in his kid's athletic endeavors. At one hour and 48 seconds, this laughter. Uh, Even worse, slowed down. Uh, At 101 39, this Joe Bluth nominee, and then things. Much yeah, less right. what, the, the actual yeah. Yeah. nitpicks of, of different things. Will Farrell says his kids can't watch TV, but then he lets them watch like PBS specials during the week. And so Bill's point initially is if the kids have a decision between we will watch what dad says we have to watch or we will watch nothing at all, something is preferable to nothing. The problem is when he tries to wrap that thought up by saying this. At 103.22. Where it's just, it's this or nothing. They're going to like anything more than they normally would. What? (laughs) They're going to like anything more than they normally would. Okay. (laughs) I guess the idea is that the this, that they like more than nothing, is anything. And so as a result, they like it more than they normally would like the anything. At 104.20, this is a Buffalo Bill nominee. <laughs> yeah, generationally, I think it's like the cutoff's probably like 28 years old. Where is the cutoff 28-year-old Big Fat Girls? <laughs> <laughs> Was that Big Fat Girl 28 years old? At 10.47, peace. You were involved in the mechanism in the original piece of yeah. it, though, right? Not a good use of peace. At 111.38, thing. I think that's the other thing. At one twelve thirty seven, a Joe Bluth nominee, and then the word doesn't. That that's that's unusual. It doesn't usually play out that way. <laughs> Matt, at one eighteen eighteen, Bill and Will are talking about Will's Icelandic accent right. and how he basically does his Swedish accent. Yeah. Bill then says this. Yeah, it's a basically <laughs> crossover. Apparently, the thought is that Will's Swedish accent crosses over. Into his Icelandic accent. Do you think the Icelanders are uh, happy to hear that Bill just conflates them with the Swedes? Man, I think what they're wondering about is what is crossing over what? <laughs> crossing over the accent boundary? At one eighteen forty two, I wonder what stuff he will bone up on. I was like boning up on all the Sweden stuff. What is the Sweden stuff? You know, lingonberries, fish, <laughs> IKEA. Is IKEA Swedish? <laughs> yeah, meatballs. Oh yeah, very good, Matt. <laughs> Meatball expert. Yeah. At one twenty thirty, Matt. This is reminiscent of my irritation with the pronunciation of this word on little people, big world. I think Will Ferrell says 
height. Sweden at the height. It sounds maybe like at the end there, there is a... Th- yeah. At 122.02, listen to what Bill thinks was smart during World War II. They were neutral, so they, they didn't have any damage. And Smart move. You know the only war in the history of the world that basically nobody thinks we shouldn't have fought? Did you fight in that one? No, we were actually neutral. Good job. Nice. Good job. Nice. <laughs> I guess that's how they managed to save up all that Spotify money, by not <laughs> fighting Hitler. At 123.13, this laughter. Yeah. <laughs> Even worse, slowed down. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Bill Simmons Podcast Podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Matt. What should I have done better? Why did I think I was doing well enough? Why was I making excuses that certain things weren't happening? Side note, did you ever make microwave cake? Is that when you like put it in like a mug? No, that's what you do nowadays. It used to be you could buy like a Duncan Hines or a um, Betty Crocker (laughs) and it came with its own little cake cake pan. Yeah. There was like a little cardboard tray and you would just pour everything in and mix it and then microwave it. It was like adult easy bake oven. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yes. Those things were great. Where did they go? To the I mean, mugs? I think people, to the mugs. And then I think most, a lot of people now are like, I'm not going to eat microwave cake. <laughs> <laughs> we're here for you, microwave cakes. As, as we as humans become more upright, our, uh, <laughs> our nutrition changes. If, the, if only there were some brigade for the <laughs> citizens who adhere to uprightness. Maybe we can form one, Matt. <laughs> I think it might be too late. Yeah, not funny enough. <laughs>